As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. Bringing the Word to Life, the Bible in a Year. 1 Kings chapter 1 When David was very old, he could not keep warm, even when they put covers over him. So his attendants said to him, Let us look for a young virgin to serve the king and take care of him. She can lie beside him, so that our Lord the king may keep warm. Then they searched throughout Israel for a beautiful young woman and found Abishag, a Shunammite, and brought her to the king. The woman was very beautiful. She took care of the king and waited on him, but the king had no sexual relations with her. Now Adonijah, whose mother was Haggith, put himself forward and said, I will be king. So he got chariots and horses ready with 50 men to run ahead of him. His father had never rebuked him by asking, Why do you behave as you do? He was also very handsome and was born next after Absalom. Adonijah conferred with Joab son of Zeruiah and with Abiathar the priest, and they gave him their support. But Zadok the priest, Benaniah son of Jehoiada, Nathan the prophet, Shimei and Ray and David's special guard did not join Adonijah. Adonijah then sacrificed sheep, cattle and fattened calves at the stone of Zaheleth near Enrogel. He invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the royal officials of Judah, but he did not invite Nathan the prophet, or Benahiah, or the special guard, or his brother Solomon. Then Nathan asked Bathsheba, Solomon's mother, Have you not heard that Adonijah the son of Haggith has become king? and our Lord David knows nothing about it. Now then, let me advise you how you can save your own life and the life of your son Solomon. Go into King David and say to him, My Lord the King, did you not swear to me your servant? Surely Solomon your son shall be king after me, and he will sit on my throne. Why then has Adonijah become king? While you are still there talking to the king, I will come in and add my word to what you have said. So Bathsheba went to see the aged king in his room, where Abishag the Shunammite was attending him. Bathsheba bowed down, prostrating herself before the king. What is it you want? the king asked. She said to him, My lord, you yourself swore to me your servant by the Lord your God. Solomon, your son, shall become king after me, and he will sit on my throne. But now Adonijah has become king, and you, my lord the king, do not know about it. He has sacrificed great numbers of cattle, fattened calves and sheep, and has invited all the king's sons, 
Abiathar the priest and Joab the commander of the army, but he has not invited Solomon your servant. My lord the king, the eyes of all Israel are on you. To learn from you who will sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise, as soon as the Lord the King is laid to rest with his ancestors, I and my son Solomon will be treated as criminals. While she was still speaking with the King, Nathan the prophet arrived, and the King was told, Nathan the prophet is here. So he went before the King and bowed with his face to the ground. Nathan said, Have you, my Lord the King, declared that Adonijah shall be king after you, that he will sit on your throne? Today he has gone down and sacrificed great numbers of cattle, fattened calves and sheep. He has invited all the king's sons, the commanders of the army and Abiathar the priest. At this very moment they are eating and drinking with him and saying, Long live King Adonijah. But me, your servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaniah son of Jehoiada, and your servant Solomon he did not invite. Is this something my lord the king has done without letting his servants know? Who should sit on the throne of my lord, the king, after him? Then King David said, Call in Bathsheba. So she came into the king's presence and stood before him. The king then took an oath. As surely as the Lord lives, who has delivered me out of every trouble, I will surely carry out this very day what I swore to you by the Lord, the God of Israel. Solomon, your son, shall be king after me, and he will sit on my throne in my place. Then Bathsheba bowed down with her face to the ground, prostrating herself before the king, and said, May my lord, King David, live forever. King David said, Call in Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benahiah son of Jehoiada. When they came before the king, he said to them, Take your lord's servants with you, and put Solomon, my son, on my own mule, and take him down to Gihon. There shall Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him king over Israel. Blow the trumpet and shout, Long live King Solomon. Then you are to go up with him, and he is to come and sit on my throne and reign in my place. I have appointed him ruler over Israel and Judah. Benahiah son of Jehoiada answered the king, Amen. May the Lord the God of my lord the king so declare it. As the Lord was with my lord the king, so may he be with Solomon to make his throne even greater than the throne of my lord King David. So Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, Benaiah son of Jehoiada, the Kerithites and the Pelethites went down and put Solomon on King David's mule and they escorted him to Gihon. Zadok the priest took the horn of oil from the sacred tent and anointed Solomon. Then they sounded the trumpet and all the people shouted, Long live King Solomon! And all the people went up after him, playing pipes and rejoicing greatly, so that the ground shook with sound. Adonijah and all the guests who were with him heard it as they were finishing their feast. On hearing the sound of the trumpet, Joab asked, What's the meaning of all the noise in the city? Even as he was speaking, Jonathan, son of Abathar, the priest, arrived. Adonijah said, Come in, a worthy man like you must be bringing good news. Not at all, Jonathan answered. Our lord King David has made Solomon king. The king has sent him with Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, Benaniah son of Jehoiada, the Kerithites and the Pelethites, and they have put him on the king's mule. And Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king at Gihon. From there they have gone up cheering, and the city resounds with it. That's the noise you hear. 
Moreover, Solomon has taken his seat on the royal throne. Also, the royal officials have come to congratulate our Lord King David, saying, May your God make Solomon's name more famous than yours, and his throne greater than yours. And the king bowed in worship on his bed, and said, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has allowed my eyes to see a successor on my throne today. At this, all Adonijah's guests rose in alarm and dispersed. But Adonijah, in fear of Solomon, went and took hold of the horns of the altar. Then Solomon was told, Adonijah is afraid of King Solomon, and he is clinging to the horns of the altar. He says, Let King Solomon swear to me today that he will not put his servant to death with a sword. Solomon replied, If he shows himself to be worthy, not a hair on his head will fall to the ground. But if evil is found in him, he will die. Then King Solomon sent men, and they brought him down from the altar. And Adonijah came and bowed down to King Solomon. And Solomon said, Go to your home. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 This then is how you ought to regard us, as servants of Christ and those entrusted with the mysteries God has revealed. Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. I care very little if I'm judged by you or any human court. Indeed, I do not even judge myself. My conscience is clear, but that does not make me innocent. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, judge nothing before the appointed time. Wait until the Lord comes. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of the heart. At that time, each will receive their praise from God. Now, brothers and sisters, I have applied these benefits to myself and to Apollos for your benefit, so that you may learn from us the meaning of the saying, Do not go beyond what is written. Then you will not be puffed up in being a follower of one of us over the other. For what makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? Already you have what you want. Already you have become rich. You have begun to reign, and that without us. How I wish that you had already begun to reign, so that we might reign with you. For it seems to me that God has put us apostles on display at the end of the procession, like those condemned to die in the arena. For we have been made a spectacle to the whole universe, to angels as well as to human beings. We are fools for Christ, but you are so wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are honoured, we are dishonoured. To this very hour we go hungry and thirsty. We are in rags, we're brutally treated, and we are homeless. We work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer kindly. We have become the scum of the earth, the garbage of the world, right up to this moment. I'm writing this not to shame you, but to warn you as my dear children. Even if you have 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. For this reason, I have sent to you Timothy, my son, whom I love, who is faithful in the Lord. He will remind you of my way of life in Christ Jesus, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. Some of you have become arrogant as if I were not coming to you. But I will come to you very soon if the Lord is willing. And then I will find out not only how these arrogant people are talking, but what power they have. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. What do you prefer? Shall I come to you with a rod of discipline, or shall I come in love and with a gentle spirit? For more resources to help you bring the word to life, 
go to premier.org.uk slash Bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible Biblica and is published by Hodder and Stoughton. Spring is in the air, so now's the perfect time to treat yourself or your loved ones to faith-inspired products at unbeatable prices. Visit premierchristianmarketplace.co.uk and uncover a fantastic selection of books, cards, home decor and gifts that will enrich your spiritual life and bring joy to those around you. Shop today at premierchristianmarketplace.co.uk Imagine you're in a room that's pitch black, you can't see, and someone opens the door and there's a light. There's a way out of that darkness, there's a way out of that place, and that's the difference between being in that place of date and having nowhere to go and people like Cap stepping in. Together with local churches, Christians Against Poverty is helping families like Holly's throughout the cost of living crisis. A gift from you of £19 for just nine months can provide the support they need. To find out more, visit capuk.org forward slash premier. Let's fight poverty together.